Hi, welcome to the Creative Explorers podcast. I am Rachel Shores. I am a spiritual watercolor artist, also traveling and painting the seen and unseen. I am with Laume. Yeah, hi, I'm also an artist. Um, and you're joining us here to talk about yeah, living a creative life, trying to navigate <laughs> and to create art and to yeah. And yes. a piece of it and what yeah. And join, simply join us on our journey. <laughs> yeah, we're here helping people understand or actually feel less alone, I think. And yeah. to, I don't know if we can, I don't really feel like I'm giving advice. I feel like we're just talking through different issues and trying to come up with new perspectives and sometimes sharing inspiration and uh, some yeah, possibilities, right? I think we're not the podcast when you go to when you want to have some business advice. <laughs> <laughs> Ten steps to get a thousand followers. I think it's Just more. <laughs> I thought about this actually yesterday. What's the, what's what's actually the purpose of this? And I realized maybe it is to join us on that journey to learn more about our emotions or, and needs and simply grow emotionally as well. Because I think that's a huge um skill you need to be a human being and also to be a creative human being and that's what i realized because i think that's what's missing in this world emotionally mature people who teach other people how to do that and how to yeah that's and i, I think, love that i really i resonate with that <laughs> my I'm only not, worry about that is like as soon as you said that i'm like i am not the person to be teaching people emotional maturity <laughs> No, it's basically we're just uh, taking them on a journey, what it takes yeah. and what you can do to do this. I, I wouldn't consider myself completely emotionally mature, but at least, and you know what? I think, just imagine an emotionally immature artist and you have someone who has a lot of, a huge audience, and then you feed those people your ideas that are based on emotional immaturity. I think that is very dangerous, isn't it? Or it's yeah. stuck as a society. So maybe when you, teach and talk and coach and share <laughs> maybe it is a kind of a responsibility to to grow emotionally as well so maybe that's <laughs> i don't know if it makes sense but it feels like it makes sense no i love this yeah emotional maturity for artists or emotional yeah i mean and this is this is really interesting because i this is exact i'm i have been on this journey for absolutely forever always trying to reflect and understand myself and it it wasn't until um maybe 10 years ago even less than that that I actually made the connection that like my art was helping me express mm -hmm. my emotions like I've always said I had communicated through my art but it didn't it's weird because I didn't I didn't use the term like emotion like I knew mm -hmm. I didn't have that connection that, you know, art is emotional. It's my emotions. It's me processing emotions. And, like, now that I have that intention, it has really changed my art. Interesting. Yeah, I keep thinking about this. So, yeah, when you think of punk music, I think it has some kind of energy when you're, I don't know, 17 or so. But somehow you have to grow out of this. And I know a lot of bands, and they really grew. Mm. They, it's different now, you know. There is something else because you cannot keep doing this. Like you are seventeen, but you, you you can you can still play punk music, but somehow there has to be a different emotional quality in order for me to resonate with it now. 
That's yeah. You know, it, it's it's not really the music. It's I think it's more the yeah the majority maybe mm -hmm, <laughs> that, mm -hmm. that really speaks to me. And maybe it's the same with art. You have all these artists and they're still in this stage. Oh, is this nice? Is this nice? Is this nice? But yeah, it doesn't. I have a friend. So if you feel <laughs> feel like this, I know I was there. <laughs> I know all yeah. of I was emotionally Im immature. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is something, yeah, I've definitely learned about, I've been that too. I have a, I have a friend who had the most amazing story how she had a, she, there was this one band that she listened through all through college. She had a really difficult time in college and she, you know, listened to this band with these, his dark, dark music and very depressed, very, you know, and it just, it spoke to her and it helped her express and feel what she was feeling and what she was dealing with. And once she was done with college and once she was, you know, she moved on with her life and she kind of put that band behind her because she's like, I'm not that kind of person anymore. Well, she came back to him a few years ago and the band had split up. The guy had gone solo. He had done a bunch of healing. And now he's and now he's singing all these like songs about positivity and healing. And, it, and like it, it's back to resonating with her and she's like back to being a fan and back and like back to connection and back to being inspired by him because they have both come to this new place of of positivity and i'm just i just love that story i mean that's just great and i think um yeah maybe it is like in zen there's um right speech and that you're always when you're an artist or when you share something with the world that you have to take be aware that you have a lot of responsibility what you actually yeah. share because it reaches people it could influence people and so you always have to be very careful and i think emotional maturity is a huge part of that so uh, i think it's yeah I, th I think it's interesting i want to talk about, more about that but i was also thinking of um there's kind of the problem now with these these artists that make it you know they get mm -hmm. discovered making their music and their struggles and then you know like i've seen lots of people just kind of tease Eminem, they're like, you haven't been a struggling, you know, whole, you know, guy from the streets for like 20 years, dude. Like, <laughs> change your tune. <laughs> and they can't, they don't take him seriously anymore. And I'm like, I wonder what he would be singing if he could sing about what the life is like. <laughs> uh, I think maybe that's actually the task. And I think being an artist, I experience life, yeah, with my, it, it I'm the one who experiences life. That's what I want to say. And that's what I can talk about. So it is very personal. But mm -hmm. I mean, it should be interesting to other people too. So it should, there should be a resonance and it should relate somehow. So yeah. Yeah, I should think about this more. <laughs> I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. But, yeah. Well, what I was thinking about with emotional maturity and connect is like if we, if artists create and express as a way to communicate, right? Mm -hmm. And if we aren't emotionally mature, we won't have much of a balanced conversation or connection building, mm -hmm. or it, it might be very one-sided because one of the things that, you know, one of the things we had just brushed on briefly at the beginning was like this whole, like a lot of artists are seeking validation mm -hmm. by painting and they don't feel like they're a good artist unless everybody is a mm -hmm. fan of them and everybody's loving them or everybody's, or they're getting positive feedback. And, you know, that can feel very damaging when you're just an invisible cog in the Schultz media. 
and well, and very well, discouraging. I'm asking myself that because uh, yet again I know that from personal experience, <laughs> but I'm asking myself, okay, when I'm only looking for validation, what do I have to offer? You know, mm. I think it is really being an artist. The artist I want, the artist I want to be now is someone who shares something with the world instead of expecting something. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Ex- I don't want to, the world to. Ex- I yeah. I'm. It doesn't have to tell me I'm an artist. I am, and that's what I do. And when, and I just give. Yeah, give it to the world. And yeah. So, okay, maybe I have to. <laughs> have to reflect on that a bit more but it feels like that's what it is because yeah it is a give and take yeah and there should be reciprocity especially when you work for someone for free don't do that Mm. (laughs) when um but actually it is me being an artist i experienced the word like this and i put it into a song or into writing and onto canvas or paper and then i put it out there and that's it i don't have to apologize for that no one has to do anything with it it's simply there like yeah you know can be appreciated it can be thought about or felt or whatever but it's it doesn't make any difference yeah 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 it's, it, i feel like people need a reminder to you know give give what you can freely give give what you can give with joy and ease and and excitement and as soon as you start wondering what you are going to get in return that's when you need to either pull back a little bit or kind of readjust what you're giving Exactly. I, I think there's too many, all this, you know, the, the whole joke about um, exposure, I mean, mm-hmm. because it works because artists have fallen for that. They, mm-hmm. they, have, they have done work with this idea in mind that they're going to mm-hmm. get some fame from it or, or recognition or, you know, after the fact. And it's like you, sh- it should happen, but having that expectation isn't... It- healthy because it life is unfair <laughs> it's a very difficult task to be honest it's not something that's easily done because a word is like this and you're expecting results but i don't want that anymore because to me it feels unhealthy to be like this and to expect this so i'm really trying to create and put it out there without expecting anything because creating it maybe it's reward enough i don't know mm-hmm. Well, and so what I wrote down in our in our podcast notes for sharing today, it was like conflict is a plea for a deeper and equal connection. Mm-hmm. Or and and I was also thinking of replacing that as speaking up mm-hmm. is a plea for a deeper and equal connection. Mm-hmm. And that I was kind of thinking about that with art, and it's like I think this, you know, maybe what would help is also sharing the struggle or also sharing the feelings of what it's like to be unrecognized or, mm-hmm. you know, like, I think it, it seems most of the um, social media sharing post ideas, like, you know, post 10 times a day and show your mm-hmm. work and do this process and da, da, da. And like this giving, 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 doing, 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 doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and also Matt, with this positive toxic positivity oh, like yeah, always being good always being you know like no this don't. is an unsustainable way that artists are told to be and Absolutely. i think i think bringing in the conflict of the difficulties of feeling invisible or feeling ignored is something might be good to discuss oh, yeah. when you talk about social media i mean i 
when you when we think about sharing, we put it out there. I, 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 yeah, then you expect some likes, so it doesn't work like that. And yeah. we talked about this resonance and resonant language, and I think everybody wants to be seen and understood and heard. Yeah. I think that's a basic human need. And when you focus on social media too much, put your work out there, and you expect people to react, otherwise you you are not seen as a person. I think that is very dangerous, and that's what's happening all day these days. Mm put something up and you don't get any likes and you think, oh my God, I'm a bad person. And that's yeah. just how, how all this works. I think social media is so successful because it really works. It manipulates us. into Yeah. 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 I've definitely learned my lesson. I was like, I'm not here to boost, you know, the, the, um, the time spent on this app platform. I'm yeah. here to, you know, say something or share something or, or help others. Like I'm like, I, yeah. And, and I'm a terrible example to follow. Like don't follow my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it is a huge task because we are so trained to put something out there and expect a result and success only mean, I don't know. It's so difficult to unlearn that I'm still in the process of doing this, but it makes me unhappy, honestly, because then when you create a piece of work and it's not well received because it's not the right person looking at it or it's not the right time, what does it mean? Does it mean it's crap? Mm. No, that is sad, isn't it? Because then the work suddenly loses its. Yeah, you were so interested in creating it. You were so you had so much fun creating it, and it meant so much to you. And just because pe people don't receive it like you hope they would, yeah, that's yeah. Sad, isn't it? Um, yeah. So maybe art, are you thinking that, like, are you thinking, like, to tell people to think of art as a conversation and a, an attempt at, or a, an attempt at communication and to see it that way instead of? Yeah, um, I think that's also part of the, of this. And I think also em emotional maturity, because when you know that and you know your feelings and you can discern that it doesn't mean anything when it's not well received. Maybe they don't care about art. Who knows? Mm. Um, and also, yeah, maybe see it as, as in a relationship when you talk to someone who's absolutely not interested and yeah. you constantly change the topic and you think, oh, I look, I have to have, need a new hairstyle. Maybe then I'll be interesting for them. Also, you know, that's how many artists are out there, like people pleasers, trying to impress someone who doesn't want to be impressed. <laughs> yeah doesn't want to have a relationship and i think maybe look being an artist showing your work is like having a relationship so people have to be ready for it and <laughs> they want to be they need to be interested in opening up a bit. yeah which is really interesting if we're if we're um because if that so what is the relationship when you share art and what comes back mm -hmm. from sharing it because i you know, I guess I was just thinking people's only way of contributing back is, you know, like or dislike. But oh, um, I guess, yeah, see what kind of what kind of questions does your art bring up or what kind of questions are you asking by sharing this art? That's a I, um, I think I shared this once before when you can as an audience, when you look at some piece of art or a performance, you can ask yourself, what, what does it feel like to be me? when I'm looking at this, you know? Mm. And then you're, you're both in the process, the one creating the work and you're receiving it, and it's all about life and this experience, and then there's this connection maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think 
I'm kind of seeing different because like one of the, you know, you always hear, oh, it's a story and what story are you sharing with this piece and, and all this thing. But I feel like this is a another way to say the same thing. Like, what are you communicating or what mm-hmm. do you want to communicate by saying this piece or sharing this piece? And and um, this is something I realized that has changed about myself because I used to paint. And it was like painting in code, you know, (laughs) I was painting a secret message in my art all the time. And I wasn't sharing what the message Mm -hmm. was. I just made some pretty pictures. And I feel like some people got it and they Mm -hmm. loved it. And they but also sometimes people just love the art and they didn't really understand why, you Mm -hmm. know, and there's where I kind of missed an opportunity to have a conversation about it because now I can share a piece and I'll be like, Hey, this is, this is what I shared. This is why I painted. This was the intent by it. And, you know, and this is how I, this is how I put that message in there. Do you see, you know, what else do you see? And did you get the same message or, and that has been much more exciting because mm-hmm. when we discuss a painting, instead of saying, you know, look how, you know, like, how 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 much do you like it or whatever mm-hmm. it's more like what are you seeing or hearing from this or what are you you know what are you receiving mm, maybe it's and, a difference between resonance and reactivity again <laughs> we talked about this before <laughs> so i don't yeah. know yeah maybe, Ooh. yeah maybe it, and, it's like that. <laughs> but when you look deeper why not maybe then it gets interesting if, 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 you know yeah so, well, and this is this is another good thing too. Like when you're ta- when we talk about resonance versus reactivity, like social media is based is designed for reactivity. It's not designed for re- it's just designed to suck you in. And so it's like it's like you like it or you don't. Scroll exactly. on, kind of thing. So maybe this is your chance. Like if you are actually listening to this, like to take time when you do see art, just to. Yeah. Like this is your one this is your chance to get to know somebody through something they've created. And you know, does it resonate you know, where does it resonate? Where doesn't it resonate? What do you you know, and by resonating it's like um what feelings does it bring up? And do you yeah, if what kind of conversation do you think you could have yeah. with this painting in the background? <laughs> and maybe you get to know yourself a bit little bit better by looking yeah. at it by really experiencing your feelings and your reaction to it and how you yeah. resonate with it. So maybe you can learn something about yourself. Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds interesting, doesn't it? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I just I'll- had another thought too. It's like I like we're we are here, you and I are talking more and more about community and expression and communication. And like we are talking, I feel like we talk more than we paint nowadays, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I feel like social media, social media to me is a, is a example or a sample of everybody out there trying to be heard. Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of the things I find so magical about art is mm-hmm. that it doesn't need a turn to be heard. It can just sit there and be seen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now I'm getting this like excited idea of like, what if, like, what would, what does a dinner conversation art piece look like? I don't know. <laughs> I suddenly want to paint something 
<laughs> that's in the background making its statement while other people are having their conversations at a long table. Like I'm like trying to imagine this concept like in a physical form. But I have another idea. So books and paintings or music especially can be a companion. That's what you just said about your friend. It can be a companion. So you you can feel seen by, by a piece of work. That's what I think. You can you feel seen because you look at it and think, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's also me. And you don't feel that alone anymore. I think that's the... Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, this is giving me, like, new ideas. Like, you know, instead of the paint and sip, what if you had, like, like... I don't know the title for it, but like now I want to have like an art show or art dinners where you have a dinner and all that changes is the art and see what conversations. I want to do a study and see how conversations are different based or does the art influence the conversation and mm -hmm. how and where and what happens. And you know, another thought, because I think in order to really look at the work and see how it influences you, how, how it resonates with you. I think this whole doubt about, am I a good artist? Do you like it? Has I think that's really a burden for, for the audience when that's somewhere hidden. <laughs> you know, when someone looks at the work and they they maybe some people don't want to speak freely because they always feel, oh, I have to say it's nice. I have to say it's nice. Otherwise, she's... And I think that is, maybe that's also, that's what I see as my job, to be so emotionally mature. Mm. I can take it when someone doesn't like it. And I can simply put the piece out there and it, it stands on its own and they can react to it without being afraid of my reaction. Yeah, well, and I mean, this is the thing, though, that that what you were saying earlier, not artists are emotionally mature. And mm -hmm. it, sometimes it's not safe to tell an artist you didn't resonate with their work. <laughs> like right. some people will take that very personally. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's very difficult for the audience. I mean, that's just how it is. So I, I, I don't want to judge this. And I, I simply think for me, I don't want to be like that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think, so the art, then it's only the art that's out there. And mm -hmm. the communication between the audience and the work. And that me standing there, don't say anything wrong. <laughs> that's not very good communication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love this. Okay, well, I think our time is up. We were oh, on a timer yeah. again today. So did we have any ways to wrap this up or are we just going to cut off and be like, bye, figure it out. <laughs> we'll come back. Think about it. Just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks. So we'll continue the conversation. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you have any question you want to, if we want to continue this conversation, is there like a question or a subject to talk about next time we could add? Maybe actually today we wanted to talk about relationships. I think that's a huge part. We keep forgetting this, especially in in our world that where relationships have so many. I don't know. I've seen us. I don't know. Maybe we should talk about this because I think there is some kind of relationship issue in art as well. So mm -hmm. the relationship too. I definitely think so because I spent most of my time painting instead of interacting with people when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And I also think about this for emotional maturity, like how many people, just for the examples, and, and, and like back in the day, back when you were seven, eight years old, 10 years old, you know, when you should be encouraged, like how damaging it was to, yeah. for somebody to say, oh, you'll never be an artist. Oh, yeah. So it's like, 
I think it's it's important to recognize that that childlike uh, disappointment and how to overcome that because oh, now so you're still mind. safe to create art, create art. People don't have to tell you you're yeah. an artist or tell you you're good to be creating. Exactly. Yeah, we talked about this before, these unconscious contracts. I think this was yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you all for listening. All right, thank you. It was a oh. short one. We'll see you later. <laughs> see you in two uh, uh, Speak to you in two, two weeks. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, bye.